and welcome to episode 510 of the God is a Geek podcast. My name's Adam Cook and I'm joined this week by Chris White. Hello, Chris. How are you, mate? All right. Hello. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you good, look... thank you. <laughs> you're all right. you sure? You sure you're yeah. all right? Yeah, okay. I'm just looking for Chris Hyde. No, no, he's not here. He's not here. He's not no. here. No, but we have also got Mick Fraser. Hello, Mick. How are you? Hello. How are you? Yep. Good, mate. I'm good. Thank you very much. Good, 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 good. And also, uh, from a very special location is Lyle Carr. Hello, Lyle. Hi, I'm in a very special location, lying on my bed. Yep, okay. No, that's <laughs> fine. That or a really small bathroom, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Can be a small yep. bathroom. No. Uh, so this week, yeah, we've got no, no Chris Hyde. Hyde's not here. He's, um, from what I understand, on, on a lad's, great, a lad's weekend. No one's like, telling us off. No, I, I think he's hey, probably drunk no by now. Like he's, he's having all the bants. And, but that means no listener correspondence this week, because you know, it wouldn't be right to play the jingle with not him here. We tried it before, and it just felt wrong to us. But that's okay. And the reason that's okay is because we have so, so many games to talk about. Um, so let's get into it. Mick, you have played through and reviewed Forspoken. So, I mean, what better place to start than Forspoken? Okay. You know? <laughs> start there then, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do you want to know? Any good? Oh, yeah, I liked it. A lot of people didn't. <laughs> it's... it's, it's um... <clears throat> It's good. I think it's it's weird. It's been one of those games that people seem to want to hate before it yes. was even out. It was. It's been really strange watching it. I said, I think I said it to you, Adam, earlier that even other games have been like even like Dead Space is is coming, and you barely hear anything about Dead Space, which is like a massive, massive remake, because everyone's just slagging for spoken off. <laughs> like, no one cares about anything else, and it's weird. Because most yeah. of the hate seems to come from this idea that the the writing is particularly bad, or I don't. <sighs> How early do we want to argue on this? Well, <laughs> do you know I what? don't know. Because Chris I'm not White defending... mentioned something right uh, just before we started the podcast. We were chatting about this game, and Chris White mentioned about um, how far he is into the game, and it got me thinking mm. about the intro in yeah. New York and how she ends up uh, homeless, essentially, and it. It didn't. I sort of forgot because so much happens after that. Mm. So, so the press, the, the premise of the game, it's not really a spoiler. I mean, it's literally the opening hour, I suppose. But the premise of the game is that she's kind of. It looks like she's living in a, a place she's not supposed to be, but she's got a big bag of money that she's gonna escape with. And Chris, you said it. If that the amount of money it looked like she had, you'd risk jumping through that fire. And, oh, absolutely. But but also the question I had is that is why did she just. So she just escapes from a gang who are threatening to kill her, essentially. And then rather than just take that money and just go, she goes, I'll sleep on it. I think yeah, I'd have I'll just gone. I think I'd yeah. have just gone and got out of Dodge, wouldn't you? Yeah. The other thing as well is that she kind of does that thing where she goes, oh, you because you, I tried to pick the money up straight away. <laughs> when you yeah, were in the yeah, yeah. And she goes, I've got to check on the cat first. Well, you can do that with a bag full of money in your hand. Yeah. It's like thousands of dollars there. I don't, it's not but so I much do... that the writing's bad. I think that some of the, 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 the initial premise is strange and not great and, and not really well. It, it, it doesn't really need to be there, a lot of it, I don't think. Look, I think... I think it gets off to a bad start. And I yes, said I think that's very you true. You talked about it while we were playing it. It gets off to a bad start. It takes far, far too long to yeah. get anywhere. I think the bit in New York is pointless. That could have been a flashback cutscene or something. Or it, it didn't even need to be there. It could have started with her. I mean, she didn't even... And this is going to sound like... I don't know what this is going to sound like. But she didn't even need 
to be homeless, like for the story to no, be. No, like, not that, at all. It was kind of, and and because all it did was make her spend the entire game telling everybody that would listen that she was from New York and people from New York are tough. And it was like over and over and over with the same thing. And it, and it all stemmed from that beginning where, where like, I mean, you get all that stuff with a gang. And I, I, can't, I, I don't know, I think, Maybe we can't spoil yet, but we shouldn't. It's literally just out, really. So yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil whether you know that comes to anything or not. But it, it, it's like, I think the biggest problem I had with the writing wasn't necessarily the plotting. Like I didn't mind the story. I didn't mind the plot. Yeah, I quite right. like the idea of you know this girl goes to this magical land. She's got to save it because she's the only one who can. There was backstory of why it was her, why she was the chosen one, and stuff. That was good. All that was fine. Like, I, I can get with that. It's standard fantasy fare, really. Like it yeah. didn't, it didn't do anything special, it, it, really. It's, it's not so much the writing <coughs> or the story that ever bothered me. It was kind of. The way some the of the dialogue. characters are and the dialogue, like there's an yeah. option in it where you can turn down the sort of chat between Cuff, which mm. is the magic thing that gives her the magic on her wrist, yeah. and 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 Frey. And I did very quickly, and it's not so much because I thought it was bad, but because I just thought for a game of this size, they just haven't recorded enough sort of dialogue options. Like there just weren't enough lines of dialogue between no. Cuff and Frey. That it, it's it was like it was repeating that. straight away. It's like the stuff that people pinpointed, particularly on Twitter, where they were showing like like clips of Frey and, and some of the dialogue in the game. A lot of that was taken out of context. Of like I'm not saying that context made it particularly any better, but it was taken out of context. And she was a character. Like, or she is a character. You know, it's not like... The, the thing I, I found was that she was quite inconsistent. Uh, like, like there's a big, there's a clip on Twitter that probably everybody's seen by now where she, she I move shit with my mind, that thing that's be- going to become a meme, I'm sure, if it hasn't already, where you fight the first see, bunch of enemies and see, she I gets excited about it. I haven't seen that. And I thought the t- clip yeah. that everyone was talking about was going to be the one where she says about levelling up. Yeah, see, no, that no one's really cottoned on that. But I they think not got far enough later, in yet. Yeah, maybe. No, but everybody's picking on this. You know, I just move shit with mine, and and like, on the one hand, like she, I thought she was supposed to be sixteen. She's supposed to be twenty. 20 I don't know where it's Yeah, yeah. So which which kind of changed it a bit because she does act like a child, but like she's she's got like she's 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 energetic and she's excited. And she does this whole, you know, I just move shit with my mind thing, and it, and it is a bit cheesy. And it is a I bit know the corny. bit you mean. That's not that bad. I didn't. It didn't register with me when not I played. Not at all. It. Now I'm just thinking back to it, going, "Oh, that's the bit people have been." Yeah, but I find I find that the biggest problem with it is that it's it's so inconsistent. Like mm-hmm. her character, like I said to you, I think when I was reviewing it, one minute she's pissed off at everything. This world sucks. She just wants to go home. Why she wants to go home so much to her nothing. She has nothing. Mm. When she goes to Athia, she literally owns nothing but a mobile phone. That's it. She, she's, she's even giving the cat away at this point. She has nothing, but she wants to go home desperately back to this, this life of misery in New York. But anyway, <laughs> one minute she hates everything and this, and she literally say, oh, this place sucks or she'll get attacked again. And in, in the very next soundbite, she's woohooing and whooping and cheering that she's doing all this magic shit. And it's like, just make up your mind. Is she happy to be here? Is she not happy to be here? Is she happy she's got I, powers? Is she pissed off she's got I powers? I will say, like, narrative, story, all that aside, once the game takes off the training wheels, which, by the way... It- does far 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 too late like it needs to About do it five hours i think yeah. by my count i think i would have gone closer to seven because that's when you get like the second spell set and you start well, to uh, yeah because you, you it lets you out and then you have to come back to that 
fucking it, god awful hub that city. That is an again, awful hub city. That there's no way around it. Like that is a really bad it, it's to me some of when you're not playing the open world and adventuring and combat, when you're not doing that, it feels like you're playing a game that's been designed by someone who has never played a game before. Like yeah. or or thinks you've never played a game before, if you know what I mean. It's little bits, it's things like when you when you, you have to have those conversations with Cuff, which just have the conversation while I'm running. You spend so much of this mm. game running from place to place, and the and the movement, and especially when you start to unlock some of the cool stuff later, like you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you you unlock some really cool traversal stuff. You spend so much of this game running. I I finished the game in like 23 hours, and then I sp I've spent another nine hours since that just running around the landscape looking for stuff. Like you spend so much of this game in motion. Have the conversations then. Like I'm literally running across a field for 15 minutes. I don't mind. Now have a conversation with Cuff. Now now strike up something and you can chat about it because otherwise it makes you stand still and choose options from a list. Mm. And then she, you have the whole dialogue and then you pick the next one and she has that whole dialogue. And then at the end you click, that's enough. And then it lets you carry on again. It's mm. just baffling design because once you're out into the game once you once you are in the world and you're moving around and on people have complained about the combat the combat is incredibly messy but it's also incredibly cathartic i think it's also a lot of fun it's quite visually really, really arresting quite, as well like when just with exactly, the fire when you're like really blasting stuff yeah no the combat i haven't got an issue with it's it can be a lot I, to wrap your head around that, but it's well yeah. especially like the back quarter of the game You've got all. You've got uh, so many spells. There are so many spells in this game. Like mm. the skills and abilities, there's there's a mountain of them, and you keep unlocking them even after you finish the campaign. You keep going and going, and you keep you carry on finding more and more of these sp spells and abilities and skills. And then, of course, you can upgrade them and you can add different effects to them. And, and by the end of it, yeah, it does become, you know, you, you have. You have got all this stuff, and it is a bit overwhelming. But once you've once you've been in it for fifteen to twenty hours, and you've mastered it, it's so much fun. Like the combat, and it is at the beginning. It's very strange because for the first quite large chunk of the game, it was too easy for me. I remember I said to you, "It's too easy." This is like I might even up the difficulty, which I never do. Because it was just too simple. I was winning every fight. And then all of a sudden it goes, no, <laughs> it's just leveled me all the time. And that was the point where the game, I think, had decided that I now had enough stuff unlocked and I'd upgraded enough stuff that I should be able to handle myself in tougher situations. It was just such a jarring step and, and such a big difficulty spike. But after that point, once I'd acclimatized to that and I realized that I did have all these things that I probably hadn't been using because I've been just spamming the easy stuff, it became it became a much more fun game again. I don't know why it's been knocked so much. I think it's been really, really unfair. I've played worse games that have done better. I've seen worse games. I've seen much, much worse writing and dialogue in games. I mean, I've played JRPGs. I've played the Resi games. I mean, and people are going, oh, but it's different in Resi because it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek. And you think, well, is it supposed to be, though? I don't mm. think it, it was originally supposed to be. Not originally, perhaps. No, not not perhaps like when the first one originally. I don't know. Like I, I will say, I must admit, I'm with you in that. I, I think the writing was on the wall for this game before. I, I don't like it as much as you. Like I'm not going to beat around the bush. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's awful. I think there are parts of it that are are truly dreadful. Like I think the the fact like we're playing a brand new IP in a brand new year, 2023, and you have to stand still and have a discussion with Cuff, which is a jewellery piece on your arm, 
rather than just walk around and, ha- and by the way which only you can hear because it's like a magical mm. link thing the fact you have to stand still and if you want that law you have to stand there and be like press that button okay now talk at me while i can't do anything but stand it like that's archaic to me the callista protocol did that um with its audio logs and i thought it was dreadful and this does it as well and and i will say that if this it, do you know the game it reminds me a bit of in terms of the, the discourse, if you will, is do you remember when Final Fantasy thirteen came out and everyone mm. talked about how long it took to get good? Yeah. Now, this is what I'm feeling about Forspoken. It takes far too long to get good. Once you get there, see, for me, I I, I was... It, it kind of done me in. I was like exhausted by it. Like I was, I, I, there was... Mu- Every time it takes you back to that city and remove... Because it removes control from you too much in those early stages. And I don't mean... There's a cutscene. I mean, it will just have you stood still while someone talks at you, and you may. And I put the controller down, and eventually I went back to the the, the hub, and then it did it again. And one time, I remember just putting the controller down. Nah, I turned it off, and I did come back to it, and I did go and do some open worlding, and I enjoyed the open world stuff. I liked the combat, I liked the traversal. Once you start unlocking skills to enhance your movement overall, it really is good to move around in that game. It really feels good. Um, I just think it takes so long to get there. And I, I, mean, I, I think know, the demo hindered it. The demo was not a good demo. Um, I don't. I don't think no, it the demo a, did it no favors. No, whatsoever. And, and, and it has. I, I would argue it has a bad start. Like the the game starts and it is like I. It's not interesting. Uh, the the characters aren't doing it for me. It's the story's not doing it for me. I, I, you want me to care about this girl, and perhaps I will by the end of it. But right now she's no. I, I, I've no reason to. It's just you've not given me any kind of reason to care about anyone in this game right now and mm. something you put in your review really hammered that home to me where you said the game is consistent in one respect that it kind of tells you to feel stuff all the time yeah without ever actually it keeps reminding you. you it it does that thing where every time you enter a new place Frey tells you that it's awesome like you don't see it yourself and go wow she beats you to it every time mm. And like, if you if if the game wants you to be sad, it tells you you're sad now. Yeah. This bad things happen, and you don't feel any connection to any of these characters. They don't bring any. There's no character. The only character I liked in the game was Cuff, because <laughs> I because I like the dry British humour that he has occasionally. I think he was quite subtly written in in a lot of respects. I don't think he played very well as a straight man to Frey because she wasn't enough. Like. I don't want to take away from performances and stuff. The girl who plays Frey, or the woman who plays Frey, <clears throat> does a fine job. Like what, with what she's given, she's done she the job she's been asked job. to do. Absolutely, yeah, perfectly. absolutely. And, and I, but I do think that they they didn't know. See, I'm wondering, and I and I keep wondering this: if the whole "oh, she's homeless from New York" was kind of added later, because <clears throat> it maybe really, it's trying it it's, it's it's trying to make you <clears throat> empathetic towards her, and it's it unnecessary. Is. Like I I think there's a lot of this game that maybe. Listen, you liked it more than me, but you didn't like. You're not raving about it, but I do no, wonder if this game is uh, is it. is aimed at a certain demographic, and that demographic is about 15 years my junior, because yeah, a lot of this is like it feels, um, it it feels kind of very online in ways to mm. me the, the way it's written, and that's not me saying I think it's bad. Again, I just I just think some of it feels like it was written for a generation that grew up with online being the thing rather than a thing. Mm. And that's a very fine <laughs> line definition-wise, but I just some of it it's like it's edgy, but it's not it's not really edgy. Like no. be, and and I remember like seeing it early doors 2000 
I think it was 2021 and like really late in 2021. And I remember seeing a presentation for it. Um, and even then it felt odd to be in this medieval world and this, this, this character just constantly throwing F bombs at oh, everything. And so do I. But so do I. Do you know what I mean? And so do you. And we yeah. all do, but it just, it, it I don't know. It, it was weird. It, it doesn't, there's a dichotomy there that just, it didn't work for me and it still doesn't yeah. but see, again it's not think, a bad game and i do think it's been done a bit dirty by like the preconceptions it has definitely it's, it's, I mean, it's it gonna happen do... with hogwarts next month i suspect as well mm. but for different reasons i mean entirely. it didn't do itself it didn't do itself any favors though there were things that they could have done i think that could have <clears throat> and i'm not going to go into them but there's things they could have done that i think could have improved the experience i mean it's like we said if they'd have let you just get on with it if they'd have just gone straight into the world maybe had a cut scene and a little bit at the beginning then you're in and you're in that world if you're in that world in in hour one let's say which you're not it's like hour five by the time you're actually free if you're in that world with that traversal and you were in, jumping into that combat within the first hour and and I don't. I think the the hub city felt like something they added afterwards. Like they went, we need something in here to pack it. They really didn't. They didn't need that. They needed a a place where you could go and and I don't even think it needed the vendors. But they could have just put some vendors in there, and mm. you, and and left all the other stuff. All those detours where you go off and you're feeding fucking sheep, or you're doing a tour of the city. Of of what? What are you showing me? Takes you to a wall and goes. This is where this person lives. I don't know who that person is. I don't know what this bit of the city looks the same as the last bit of the city. All that stuff just goes on far too long, and you get like I said, probably a compacted four or five hours of that. <clears throat> and then and then this is the weird thing. Once you hit, once you get past this, probably the second time it really forces you to go back to the city and do cutscene stuff. You don't go back there for the rest of the game. You're just free, and you just go off and do it. Even with, even when you're carrying on and you're facing bosses and you're upgrading and you're unlocking new stuff and you're finding out new story beats, you never have to go back to the city again. <laughs> it's like we're done with that now. So why do you have to in the first place? It's just infuriating. You know, like the, the game that, and uh, not not mechanically, not gameplay wise, like, but the game that kept coming to mind through my entire time with it was Assassin's Creed. Right, in that I felt like. People look back now on Assassin's Creed and say it was rubbish, and then two is where it got good. And yet, really, you've got to be fair to that and say that the first game sort of laid the foundations for mm. the sequel, which was fantastic. And I sort of feel like there's a bit of that here. Like, a sequel to Forspoken, learning the lessons. Do you know what I mean? Like, get stop removing yeah. controls, stop making me stand still. Get me into the game. Get me enjoying the things you, the thing that you spend the most time doing, which is the movement, the combat. Get me doing that sooner. Like the, mm. the way you unlock skills in this. Some of them you find. Some of them you just go into a menu and hit unlock because you found enough things you've run over in the world. And that doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't feel like the way a skill tree should work. It feels like they should all be earned. These are powerful spells. And and you can get into a situation where you go to the menu, unlock six spells, and you're like, well, none of these mean anything to me because they're just six new spells now, and I'm just going to blast yeah, you through also them one get by given. one. Yes. You also get given spells at random times as and well. And then, like I had, when I was doing guides, I'd, I'd go into my menu and go, have I been using that spell? Yeah. I've got a spell there that I never knew. I couldn't remember how I got it. And it was one that I'd been using. So the game must have either told me or I must have stumbled on it. I didn't know how I got it. Mm. And, and some of those spells that you go to the ends of the world to find, those spell fountains, which I think Yeah, they're not, they're not. They're not great. And nah. you think, well, why have I gone I, I, I this way when I've just unlocked... I've just unlocked a far better spell. Like there's a particular, there's four spells in the game, which are each each element of the magic has a specific spell where you can press a button 
do a do an attack and combo into it. Yes. The game just lets you unlock those, whereas yes. those should be the games. They, that you sh- ha- those they should, should be, the be important. You've got to earn because yeah. they're game-changing abilities. Yeah, I, and I think because you- because of what you've just said, that's why I kept forgetting that I could press L1, R1 and square, and that would, whatever magic spell I was doing, combo me into my fire. But yeah. because it was something I just unlocked. But look, we you know it's, it's, a, diff- it's a difficult game to discuss because it has so much good and so much bad. Mick gave it seven and a half out of ten. You can you can read that review. Uh, the, the you know the load times are amazing. We've got a little YouTube short. If you're if you're listening to this later, go to youtubecom so you can see that. Um, we must move on, I suppose, because otherwise we're just going to talk about Forspoken forever. Um, I, will, I will say before we go that yeah. I, I do hope that I do hope that somehow, and I probably won't, but I do hope that somehow it does enough that they get to come back to the world because I think. I mean, more it's a PS5 tell, exclusive, think... so you kind of sort of it's got a. A, you know, a bed of users that you think maybe you'll probably do all right, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, but then I thought that about Days Gone because I quite like that and more than some people, and that fair. didn't either. But yeah. so, yeah, but anyway, yeah, move on. But I, I do hope it does well because I don't, I think it's been unfairly treated. It well, definitely had too much preconceptions by, around it before like it came out, before it even had a chance to, <clears> to live, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but we can move on to Chris, Chris White because um, you've been playing through a scary game. Really scary game, actually. Really scary game. Um, now, Dead Space is back. Has there been a lot of marketing for it? I mean, that's not that we're we're going to talk about the game, but I'm just intrigued because, like, this happened from, before. From where I look for news or go online or whatever, I've seen like, on basically Twitter. Mm, okay, <laughs> I've seen yeah. a lot on there, but not on anywhere else. Well, talk, let's talk about the actual game. Because um, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was I, I'll share my review, and I, I was just thinking about it, and I just thought it's basically a new benchmark in how you make you remake a game because mm-hmm. it has like it, 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 a lot of the original you can see in it, obviously, mm-hmm. but they've brought it to the modern audiences by. By doing adding features that make sense or tweaking things that were wrong about the original, and like it wasn't a bad game, obviously it was incredible. We all remember it, but well, I say we all remember it. I don't remember. There's a lot of this story. I was like, oh, fuck. Like the ending, <laughs> the ending. I ain't got a clue. I can't remember any of that. Um, but but just mm. just the game itself is absolutely fantastic. Like you said early on about how it. You know, only after a few hours, the Callisto protocol. Yeah. You know, the the the, the errors, the many errors that Callisto protocol had. Yeah. Highlighted even more by playing Dead Space, and I like the Callisto protocol, but this is just it's something else. It's really weird though, because the people who made the Callisto protocol are the some of the people who made the original Dead Space. Yes, Schofield, isn't it? Yeah. And I find that really strange because, think, like, I mean, I wonder, did I mean, I'd have to load up the original Dead Space, but the, the audio logs and stuff, the fact you can just listen to them while you're wandering around the world, whereas the Crystal Protocol makes you stand like, still. listen to them when saving your game. Yeah. You can listen like, to them when opening a workbench. Now, now, the thing is, is that something they've changed? Because the, 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 must be. the weird must thing be. about this game is, right, and this, this actually caught you by surprise, Mick, didn't it? Um, it's been sort of really touted as... We have remade it. It was 
true to mm. the original, and it is, by the way. But they've actually tweaked it. Like in in the live chat of the video version of this podcast, Kieran's just said, "I saw someone say it's on the level of Resident Evil 2, although perhaps a bit less striking because you know Dead Space wasn't quite as old as that." And 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 by that, I think the person's saying they it's not the same. It is the same, but they've tweaked it where you'd want it tweaked. Mm. Like one I of the one of the I sorry no go, go on. on. I was just going to say, now, when I say it's a better remake than Resident Evil 2, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a better game per se. No, just I'm a better remake. No, no, the way they've remade it is excellent. I, th I think I'd the, agree. The finest detail, like everything about it. That, you know, it's so, it was always smart with the way you can kind of take out enemies. But they've added this dynamic encounter thing where, no two areas are ever the same. And it, it like you notice that more when you die and then go back. So say you've you've just died in this area where there's been a swarm of these enemies. You die, go back to your save point, and then you come back and they're they're not there anymore. And you're like, that's weird. Like you're expecting them all just to burst out again, but they don't. And then you get to another area shortly after where you've just been, and then maybe more of them. And like even when you go to save your game. Like there's a, you know, common conception it's, where it's, it's kind of like Alien Isolation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You you know, everyone expects you to have a safe. The moment. save room music will play, so and like just, just go and save. Nothing's going to interrupt you. And I remember the first time it did it, and I was shit myself. Yeah. Because I was saving my game, and then this fucking huge thing with massive arms just came and just shredded me. And like, yeah, that you can't breathe. There's not not even in like rooms where there's a load of like chests and stuff. So you know, get more ammo. You know, normally in a game, you know their areas are like free from anything. So yeah. now and again, some fucker will jump through the vents, and you know, and that's what a survival horror game is. You you want but to be know... on the edge of your seat. You don't want to expect or you know no. predict what's going to happen. And there's not one point where I knew what I knew what was going to attack me. And I'm ne you never. That's why I fell out with for it. That's why I fell out with the Resi Two remake in a way because once you get past the point where you realise that you know, Mr. X can't go in certain rooms and you can, like it becomes a lot less terrifying because he yeah. just turns up and you go, I've just got to get back there yeah, and say, and it does. I think I, 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 can't, I can't remember who it was, but there was a, a YouTube video I saw, <clears throat> might've been someone like, like Yahtzee or someone who said it. And he said, it's less, that, that became less like horror, like a horror game and more like a, a mailman negotiating around an angry dog. Yeah, yeah. Because you just, all you had to do really when he popped up was get in the safe room. See, I, so I, 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 I would argue that this like for, Dead Space 2. I th I'm not sure in terms of history what people regard as... I know everyone hated on Dead Space 3, so let's just forget about that for now. But Dead Space 2, I think, was regarded as kind of the pinnacle because it was the best mixture of the horror and the action in one. Yeah. Now, Dead Space 2, I remember as being one of the very few games that took me probably three times longer to complete because I could physically not play it in long chapters because the tension was too unbearable. Like, I was, phys I was physically like, I need a break so the biggest credit i can pay to what i've played of dead space remake is that it actually is the original game channeling that intensity from dead space 2 like the i didn't play with headphones because i was capturing for our video review but i did pick up on some of the now i don't i don't know if it would mean anything to someone playing through for the first time 
But Chris, did you notice some of the whispering that goes on in the quiet? Right, okay, so you did. Now, I know why that is, because I've played through the series. Now, I'm absolutely sure that wasn't there in the original. No, it might have been. It might have been. But even without headphones, and I was like, I'm really glad I'm not wearing headphones for capture. I'm really (laughs) glad, because I think I would be able to play even shorter periods of time with if it were, you know... um, I mean, the, I, 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 crazy. Play a, I play a lot of horror games. I love good mm. horror games. And there's only three games which I, I really have struggled to play. And one of them was Alien Isolation. I've still not finished yes. it. Oh. Second one was Outlast 2 because I had to review okay, it. Okay, yeah, I, I had to stop. Dead Space, this, this. It's not so much, it's not, it's not, it is scary. No, it's the tense, it's the tense. But it's, it's the ten- yeah, and it's the anxiety it provides yes. because yeah. obviously every game gets harder as you go along mm. but like the the volume of some of the some of the like when you hear that computer voice say hazardous anomaly detected and then all the doors shut down and everything goes red the lights go red you're like fuck you know something bad's gonna happen and they're like those moments are like that you're just having to fight you know keep off all these necromorphs i'm killing you and then it's the moments where you're just out and about and all of a sudden something just you hear something yeah. and it'll either something will appear or it won't because of this encounter thing, you just never know whether that noise will follow through and you'll actually see one. So just... I was just laughing because on the video version of this pod, I was in this bit of capture, I was just smacking around a necromorph who I'd thrown a spear through. And then just at the time I was mucking around, another one appeared right next to me. And at the moment, I, I'm laughing at it now, but that I shat myself. Like it was terrifying in the moment. That, and, that, and it's like, it should, games don't do that because it's like, no, 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 the room's clear. <laughs> it's yeah. like in this game, like you said, you are never safe, and that is, a, is a, yeah. I'm, I can't the, believe I'm the, laughing the, now. I literally shit myself of, when it happened. The choice of weapons as well. This, I think they're the same as the original. I think they've, like they've changed some of overall. it. I think they've changed um, some of it. They've changed the, the, the upgrade stuff as well. Yeah, they've um, changed the alt fires and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual weapons themselves. Like I was using, because obviously different enemies, and I know a lot of games say, oh, you can use different weapons for different enemies and stuff. But you but need this, to. You absolutely have to because there's some, like there's a lot of them, a lot of like the lanky ones with this like big old spikes for arms. They yeah. you can just fire the ripper at their legs, chop them in half, and then they'll crawl on the floor, and then you can just torch them with a flamer. But then there are certain one like modified versions of them which have like armor on, so you can't fight <laughs> you your blade thing ripper won't shred through them. So you have to use something like your contact gun to just fire that contact beam. Sorry, to fire that laser straight at the chest to like. And they're just the same one. And then you've got all the bloody like stasis. Yeah. Um, which which again sorry, but like I when I when I was playing through it again, I think I'd forgotten quite a lot of it. I mean I'm shit with my memory anyway, but like having played the Callisto no, Protocol so recently, yeah. it's like I don't want to dismiss that game because I think that game's fine. But like even playing it when I played it, I was like, there's a lot of dead space in it. But playing Dead Space again, I'm now looking back on that going there's too much dead space in that game. Like they, 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 and you know, look, they made it, so I guess they're allowed to. But there was, it's just the, the the intensity of this game is crazy. Like there's, there's, I captured so much footage, right, and there was so much I couldn't use because there were so many times. It's difficult to describe on a podcast, but like where I would be walking forward and something would make me jump, and I would physically on the camera be like that, you know, forward and back quickly, and it would look so terrible because I was swinging the camera around, and it's like. I played this game before, you know, not this mm. game, but like, <laughs> y- y- you know what I mean. The I just want to touch on the visuals as well. Like, uh-huh. um, 
obviously they're great. Of course they're great. But th- there's certain things they've done differently to the yeah. original, which you have to really commend them for mm. in today's day and age. It's the fact that they all look normal. Yeah, like, like Isaac people. especially is like... What? Isaac looks like some general guy who's manager of Screwfix. Do you know what I mean? He's not even he's, good looking, like really. No. And and his his wife, like, is just a normal woman. She's not like some like model off porn or something. She's just <laughs> she's just a normal human being and that's what she is. And I just find that really good in like because it's like with Callisto Protocol, you've got I mean Josh Duhamel is a he's a good actor obviously and he was good in that. But he's like he's, yeah. he's a pretty sexy male, isn't he? Like yeah. Whereas it's it's just good to have just normal people. I feel better about myself. I could be a video game character. <laughs> I do wonder if people will. I mean, the game is not out at this moment. I wonder if people will be furious about the fact he's voiced from the very start. Um, but I think the fact they got oh, the original voice actor from the, the other games is like yeah, gonna write. I think he's he's great. You don't you don't play through it going oh he he shouldn't speak then. It, it's kind of the opposite. No. You're like, actually, this makes a lot more sense for him not it, to be completely it, mute. It's not this... like constant. It's not like constant dialogue. No, it's, it's no. not shoving it in your face. No, no. And I, I'd forgotten about the story completely. I remember the about the marker. Yep. And the, the unitology religion yep. kind yep. of thing. But like all the twists and the turns and the deaths, I'm like, completely new to me. Maybe I, it's because it was so terrifying that you kind of shut it out of your memory. Yeah, maybe. But no. This is one of those games that I'll end up watching people play because I there's no way I get through this. I couldn't get through <laughs> Alien Isolation particularly far, and I can't. I, I, and I never played the original Dead Space because of this reason. Because I tried it, and I think I played. I don't even know if I made an hour before I was like, no, this isn't for me. I can't no, do. No, I can't do. I can't even do the comedy horror game. This is a like fast the, starting game as well. Five that... Nights at Freddy's things. I can't do anything where there's a, a jump scare or the te- I can't handle the tension. The... But I always want. To, I always feel like dead space is one of those series that's always given me the the real fomo because yeah everyone talks so highly of it and i always really because i think if it was a film i'd watch it it wouldn't bother me but playing it for me the tension is too much for me and i always really really want to play these games the only times i I didn't fall for it a little bit is like you know when you get the second main gun there's a woman lying on the floor and she's got the gun and she's like oh i tried to save and then she dies and then you just get a gun like the um not the rail is it a rail gun a pulse gun I can't remember you know whatever it is because I knew because basically the one thing I remembered and in going into this was stamp everything stamp everything to death because it could turn or come alive and so like, I kind of ruined that moment because she dropped her gun died and I instantly just like did the stomp button and her head exploded <laughs> that's the thing though with with this game. I can't, like you're frantically just twatting the stomp button. Oh Jesus! I'm like, you're not like, turning. When you've killed anyone, you just fucking like, please. But like this kind of thing, I hadn't killed her. She's like this character that's like died trying to save everyone, and it's supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be like a tremendously emotional moment. But like the second her eyes shut, I was like, stamp head on your head popped off. She's like, you're not turning into one of them fucking scissor wielding. But yeah, no, it's 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 phenomenal, isn't it? Um, yeah. Every sound design, the sound design as well. Mm. Just from like the the obviously when you're walking around the Ishimura, oh shit, um, and you 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 can hear things that you're not sure if it's like you were talking about the whispers. You can hear noises. You can hear mm. the the environment just alive, being alive. It's the stuff when you enter like when there's no oxygen in the room and you've got your <sighs> oxygen pack. Reminds me of Mass Effect Two at the start. Yeah, it's That's all muffled moment. and like you can hear sounds, but it's like. You're underwater. It's just so like so well done. 
like the littlest detail they've really kind of nailed on everything visually audio mm. like this, i'm not going to say the story is incredible or all the voice acting is amazing because it is a bit hammer you know ham-fisted sometimes and it's a bit predictable but it doesn't matter like i'm you know it's it's a good solid kind of blockbuster horror and i'm not playing it necessarily for the story itself i just no. think I just, I just thoroughly enjoyed it well, from one horror game, I mean, there's no other way to get to this next game without emotional whiplash. So let's just talk about... So as we record this, Microsoft did their little showcase, their developer direct. And we can talk about that, of course. But like the big thing to come out of it was that Bethesda's um, Tango Gameworks studio announced Hi-Fi Rush and released Hi-Fi Mental. Rush. Now, Mental. it's not unknown or unheard of for the Shadow Drops, but... They've been but less. I feel it is. I, I, oh, I it is for this. Is what I was going to say. It is for. It is for know, this kind of thing. Like this, how is, many, this is not a quick little game, by the way. No, and how many Xbox presentations, whether it be E3 or the, mm. any anything, where they've just gone, come in 2023, come in 2024, yeah. come in it, come in, and you're like, and then next year it's like, oh, come in fall 2023. Come, never any release dates, yeah. never any surprises. And you just become fatigued by Xbox. And I really was. And even at the start of this, when I was, we were messaging the group, mm. I was like, I'm bored. And then Megami-san comes on, and it, and it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it, it looks What a it handsome man, by the way. He's very handsome, isn't he? I, I keep forgetting he's not old, if that makes sense. I always think he, he must be getting on. But if he, what a handsome motherfucker. Like, I've got to say... Yeah, it it warrants you know credit to him. What that everything about that the yeah, beard, right. the sculpted, it's super. Anyway, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush though. Even when they sit at the end, they were like, "Oh, and they've got some good news. You can play it right now." And I was thinking, "Oh, yeah. cool, a, a demo, a demo." And then they go, "No, no, the full game, and it's in yeah. Game Pass, and it's a new gen exclusive, and, and fucking, it's not shit. It's fucking brilliant at all. It's not even like it's just it's just fun, man. It's fucking I, the, the visuals like of it are it unreal." Needs- yeah, it's just I don't know. Where do you want to start, man? Because I I'm I've not played tons. I've I've just I would say the second boss, shall we say? Mm. Yeah, defeated them. Um, but there's enough there to make me want to. Well, we'll be continuing because I'm reviewing it. But, <laughs> but like, even if I wasn't, I'd be I'd be on this because it's just what I want. Right. Like, the, and, and that's where I am. Because the the way they were talking, because there's some rhythm games. Yes. Where you play and you're like, they're not as reactive or they're not like they're not as in sync as you want them to be. And like, I was worried because that's you know they have to be on the beat, they have to be yes. spot on, or else they just won't work. And the way everything is on the beat, like the cutscenes, the certain things in the cutscenes that are on the beat, your running, your movement is on the beat. Like every yep. step is on the beat. Every attack, everything in the environment is kind of pulled into the beat. So they're, they're basically like, you ain't got an excuse for being shit at this rhythm game. Um, but then you, you play it, and it's just it's just amazing. Like, it's just so much fun. Like yeah. the way you you dodge, you attack to the beat, you get all your different specials, and then it starts introducing other characters. It, it builds gradually, never throwing too much at you. It's very handholdy in a good way, not yeah, in a yeah. negative way. Like it really. Wants you to just have fun. It just wants you to have fun, and like we could do with that because oh, there's nice soundtrack as well. On... Like... Yeah. Oh, God's sake. When when, when they really revealed Nine it, and I saw Zwan in there, I'm like, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'd love that to be there. Like 
Megami's like, yeah, I love a bit of a. Well, it has to be right because Swan haven't been a thing for oh bloody hell, ten years. Yeah, at least least, ten years. Like it was. was, So for those who don't know, Swan is like a Smashing Pumpkins adjacent, like Billy Corgan when they weren't. He wasn't doing the Pumpkins. He formed Swan, and I think it had some. I think it had Chamberlain on drums. I can't remember. It's been such a long time ago. Um, Mm. it and it was a great album, and then they just all fell out like they kind of anyone seems to whenever they were with Billy Corgan. Um yeah. since one there was like that's so weird. No no one it's is going random, to clearly a taste thing. Like they've there's clearly someone it has to be just... man. It has to be someone who's a fan because that is and like the opening up with the black keys as well. It's like <laughs> yeah, what that's are you playing one. at? It's just Yeah. I mean it's it's a bit like I don't want to say cheesy but it's a bit like you know like when games are like oh gnarly and all that and I just I'm too yeah. old for it. But yeah. like it's just it's a lot of fun. Like it's it's, it's not the end. Software spoken did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's like for starters, this has got one of the most amazing looks. Like if you're not mm. instantly enraptured by look what you're looking at, I don't mm. know what's wrong with you because it is it is unreal looking and and and. So I don't know why I thought this, but I kind of figured in my head like it'd be like unfinished or a bit unpolished, and like it's the complete opposite of that. It is so polished, like when it will go in and out of cutscenes or or the all of that. And it's so well done. It is so well done. There's no no sort of you can't see the joins of the seams. It's so professionally done, and the combat is done in a way that you can play it if you're shit at rhythm games because really all the rhythm games it's gonna just. You, you enhance your attacks by being on the beat, as it were, rather than just, like, you have to be on the beat. Um, it's quite smart because there's it does that thing of, you know, when you're playing a game and you're like, this is cool, but it needs something more. And just as you're feeling that, a good game, bang, delivers that, right? And this does that over and over again. Like, say... I, what was I on level? Th- I think chapter three or f- they're called songs, but song you know, track three or four, where you unlock. I don't know if it's a spoiler. I mean, you unlock. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's just a you unlock a parry essentially, right? Mm. And the parry is a thing we talked about recently with like Sekiro. Okay, now in this, when you get the parry, it tutorializes it and it introduces enemies that shoot lasers at you. But it's more of a rhythm game than the, 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 the standard combat you've been playing. So it will come up and there's like a lightning bolt for each attack it's going to do. So it could be one, it could be three, it could be two, whatever. But rather than you having to parry it visually because there's a flash, that's what I struggle with. Rhythmically, I'm fine, but visually I struggle with the cues. Now, because this is so... Everything is musical and rhythmic, in this, the lasers don't go pew, pew, pew. The they will be in time, so that the the you basically have to match what they do. So it might be bang, 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 and they will be the five parries. And it's so clever. And and I was like, I wasn't getting it. And then I, then I, then I sort of hang on, come on, yeah. Oh right, the musical side of it. And I got it. And it's like, oh god, I'm parrying. And it's just so. I'm really really surprised by it. Like just to shadow drop this and it be this good. And yeah. look this good, and sound this good, and 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 like, it, it. Do you know what it reminds me a little bit of? It's like a combination of Sunset Overdrive and Jet Set Radio. Yeah, I get that. But like, not really. Also, like, it isn't. It isn't that. It isn't that. You know, it isn't really Jet Set Radio at all. Because like, there's no. Well, there is. There's sort of rail grinding, but it's more like slingshot grinding. Yeah. Um, 
and it's Sunset Overdrive more because of how it looks than you know because it's a melee game, not a shooter. Like it's just there's a lot going on, and like they even made 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 jokes about how they're like you know the horror game guys, and this is not that game, and it's like it isn't. It isn't. Oh my god! Yeah, everywhere on the on the presentation in the press release on this website, the guy from Evil Within and. Go to uh, Tokyo. I know, right? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I did like, I did like a, in the trailer, though. Guy. No, but I did like in the trailer where it goes from the evil within and then afterwards from the evil within two brackets, obviously. Yeah. I did like that. that no, is, um, but like, yeah. It is from him, but it's from this whole team that have managed to put together something so good without really any... Well, I didn't know about it. I know there might have been leaks or whatever, but it, it was a complete surprise and I... I remember I think... going like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing!" And then when they're like, "It's out now," bravo, brilliant Xbox. I think the only leak was the the game name. I don't think anybody knew anything about which this. is shit. Oh, it's I a think... dreadful name. Yeah, it's it's a, it's <laughs> oh, a yeah. dreadful name. Um... Say, I tell you what another game it reminds me of Gravity Rush. Yeah, not just because it's got Rush in the but the way they the way she moves in that. Yeah, very similar feel to it. Like, yeah, no, no, that's fair. It, and it's it's also very simplified in its like. It's not a skill tree, but you can buy, you can like unlock different skills themselves, like different moves, I guess. Um, I mean, gameplay wise, it's more ratchet and clank without the shooting than anything else, I would say, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sort yeah. of, baby. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, just you, really good fun. Just, yeah. Just nice and nice and easy, straightforward. It's not a massive open world. It's, no. It's pretty linear, but there's enough there. And like the, the environmental, like, not puzzles, but. Traversal is is mm. very varied and satisfying and satisfying. And like you you like you were on about adding things to it. I was at a point where I'm like, okay, so is the only change is going to be the skills that I buy? And then they introduce something with the LB button, which I won't ruin yeah. just in case. I was like, oh, cool, brilliant. So that's something else, and I'm I'm looking forward to see what else they did with it. But just to come out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just I, I want to play it. Playing it now, it's really captured me. Like I, I played a lot of it today, um, mm. but that's not the only game that's coming to Xbox. It's quite an Xboxy. Well, we started PlayStation, we're ending Xbox, I suppose. Because Lyle, you've been playing a game. I'm going to let you introduce because I don't know. All oh, right, that's how it is, is it? Well, I don't, you don't want to say the I'm, name. I'll, tr- I'll look. I'll try. I'm guessing it's Inculinati. I, I, um... Inculinati, yes. I um, I watched a YouTube video of the developers talking about it okay. before the podcast to make sure I had it right. Um, but yeah, Inculinati is a... It's basically sort of like a side-on tactics game. So it's like a 2D flat environment where you have two armies of like little hand-drawn animal pictures and it's supposed to take place on like on like the edge of a book. And you're part. You're sort of controlling. I mean, you're controlling all these all these characters in your normal tactics way, where you take turns and move them around, and they'll have different special abilities and ranges and all all that stuff. But you're also sort of controlling the person drawing them, and you have like abilities like to prod one of the enemies with your finger to deal damage to them, or to like slide them around, and it's really clever it's a it's a really interesting take on the tactics game because like you'd think like sort of having like a 2d line almost where the battlefield 
is taking place might make it sort of too simple. Like, whereas normally, you know, you'd have your full, your full grid to go about on. And, but because of it being on this flat surface, it means that um, there's like a, a big emphasis on pushing. So you, your main character can sort of, you're like commander, I guess. I think they're called a mini inculinati, uh, can sort of slide things around with one of their abilities. So like if there's a an enemy that's on one side of the map and then before the edge of the map, there's like maybe a barrel and another enemy. If you slide them to the right, there's no other empty space oh. for them to go. So they, they'll just go straight off the edge of the map and they'll die. So it's like a, it's a really weird way that you... Uh, that you have to think about the tactic because you can just sort of, you know, whittle the health down with a, a bunny with a bow shooting them or, you know, going up to them with a dog with a spear. Or you can you can sort of use this sort of whole positional gameplay to make it work. It almost reminded me of something like, um, what was it called? Uh, Into the Breach, where you're sort of thinking more about the positions than sort of the attacks you use, but in a completely different way. Um Alongside this as well, it's a roguelike. So you sort of go on these runs where you'll have that sort of Slay the Spire branching path where you pick what battles you want to do and what um, what sort of shops you want to go to or events you want to trigger. And um, as you're doing this and sort of upgrading your army, you um, um, there's, there's all sorts of things that carry across from each battle. So you can have one fight where... Um, you maybe use your dog archer a lot. I use my dog archer a lot because they're quite powerful. Is that, so, um, that Wolfgang? It should be. I mean, they, they all have different names. I, laughing at. I didn't know if you got to name them or whether it was actually called Wolfgang. Oh, no, no. They just they just automatically come with good names. Yeah. They do. Fair play. <laughs> it's very odd. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, maybe you'd be, you're you're in this battle where you think that that your dog archer will be really useful. So you sort of summon like three of them when you've got enough ink to do so. Um, but in doing that, your character gets bored drawing them. So every time after that, that battle, they draw them. They um, it uses up more ink. So it sort of means that as you go through the game, you have to be like, well, in this fight. I could suppose I could use these units, but then I'll, I'll probably want to not use them for a while because I'll be bored and the, the, it'll, it'll cost more to use them later on. And it's a really fine balancing act. Um, and it's really clever. It's, it's awesome how it all works, but it definitely, especially if you're playing on like normal, uh, which is which might as well be fucking called hard in this game, um, you, you'll get like slightly far into the run and it gets overwhelming fast like there's a lot of mechanics going on at once like I, I entered one new level where there was there were these bell towers where if you rung them and your characters were near them they would wake up and get an extra turn but that also happened with the enemies and then at the same time there was a new type of like explosive jar that did a larger explosion than usual and I was facing explosive enemies and there was a new type of trap and I was just like I was ridiculously overwhelmed like it kind of feels like they they could have stretched out the new things to make the each run last maybe twice as long and you'd maybe get a little bit more accustomed to it because it's it's it is a lot but when you do get used to it it's really really good and there's loads of variety there's loads of different sort of like builds you can try and uh 
work out like maybe you want to have a whole full team of like these explosive characters and you can gain get these powers where you detonate them whenever you want so they'll die but they'll deal loads of damage to everyone near them so it's like it's sort of sacrificing them to make that work or or maybe you want to focus on these characters that are immune to these certain traps because you know that later on in the game there's fucking loads of them uh, and it's just such a good tactics game. It re- it yeah. it works really well, and it doesn't feel really like it's because it's early access game preview that it's releasing as mm. on the thirty first, I think. End of the month, uh, yeah. Game and, pass. Well, game preview via yeah. game pass. Yeah, and it but it doesn't feel like it at all. Like it, it feels pretty much like a fully fleshed out like, balanced game from what i've played like it could maybe have a little bit better onboarding because like i say it's really hard but i don't really know why it's in game preview otherwise really mm. like the menus yeah. and stuff when you when you start it are a bit a bit i don't know not placeholdering yeah a little bit and and i think the tutorial will be tweaked because it sort of does this weird thing where it tries to tell you the same thing twice for everything and one of them is just a lot more easy to understand than the other but the other one's kind of more in world in university character type thing yeah um, so it does it, i think it actually overcomplicates itself by doing that but like it is really interesting game and it's really odd because i like a microsoft just into sort of medieval hand-drawn art at the moment with this and pentiment like <laughs> there's, there's, so. there's no way you like, pentiment's a weird game with a weird name inculinati is a weird game with a weird name uh, they're not at all similar in terms of the actual games. There's, like, there's no similarity whatsoever between them. Um, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's it's weird that it's um it's early access actually. I, I I'm not sure. I guess perhaps they'll add more story to it, or perhaps it doesn't have an ending. Perhaps it's one of those where because it's a rogue like it hasn't yet got its ending. I don't know. It's um... is it a recommend? Is it is it one that you'd say yeah? Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah like it? definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Game yeah, Pass definitely. for like. Mm. Why wouldn't you have a? Go well, on I know, it? I know, but I don't want to just be like just play because it's free. I mean, is it like worth playing as well? I think it. I mean, La, you, your pre- your uh, sort of early access review was like very, very positive, and I, 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 I'm, I don't see. Yeah, like I, I, not much I can really add. It's just you, you've destro- described it succinctly, and. I agree. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's just it's like a really nice game. It's funny. It, it's um. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just it's an easy recommend for especially with Game Pass in mind. You know. It is, and it's just it's got enough depth that it can keep you like it'll definitely keep you interested. Like if you want to really get stuck into it and like you know up the difficulty to medium, like like a madman, then you know that's an option. You can do that. Um, yeah, really, really great game. Not really sure how it's going to evolve from here because it does feel so good right now. But you know, I'll 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 stay stick along for the ride, I guess. Absolutely. Well, before we sort of, we're not doing listener correspondence this week, but um, I did want to, I think it's going to be a difficult game to talk too much about, but I did want to hear about Season of Letters to the Future, which your review went up today as well, and a 9 out of 10, because it's one of those where I've seen, you know, I've covered it like with news posts and stuff, and I didn't really quite understand what it was. So perhaps you can enlighten me. Yeah, I can certainly try, but I, I'm not promising anything. Um season is a game where you play as someone uh who has lived their whole life in sort of like an isolated little mountain village and is going out into the world to record basically the current state of it before a big change happens 
uh, I'm keeping things sort of intentionally vague, but also it's quite confusing. So it, it just it's it's better this way. Um, and, and then because so this situation means that you're essentially you're going through these environments and you're um, like you're you're basically just recording anything that's interesting. Like they're everywhere you go, it's really dense with like interesting like posters or ruined cars or th things that have you know from the world and because you've lived your whole life in this tiny village it's you have like you know you don't really have much of a measure of what these things are or certainly no first-hand experience with them so it's your character sort of like take you go around you, you cycle around on a little you know a little pedal bike and take photos of anything interesting and record audio of anything that sounds interesting like frogs uh, croaking in a nice little stream or like music playing on a radio um, and then your character has a little sort of something to say about it and uh, eventually once you've collected enough of these sort of photos or sounds that are in that are in an area you make a scrapbook page out of them so you get you take all your little Polaroid photos and a few little hand drawings and some quotes of the things that she said about these objects and you make a, a lovely little page about them. And it's really compelling and really like, like I never, it was never one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'll just slap some things down. It doesn't matter. It just feels like you're, you're building this book of like, what the what this magical weird world is like and it really is a magical weird world because there's one of the first things you do is create a pendant to protect yourself with your mum and you do that by her basically destroying her own memories about some items from your childhood and it's it's utterly baffling and really weird but like it hits all the emotional beats perfectly like there are some you'll meet some characters on your adventure who are like in that most of it takes place in this valley that's essentially going to be wiped away by a flood because of a dam that's broken and you go you so you meet all these people who like are sort of like on the cusp of evacuating and it's there's some like really interesting stories about how they're coping with it again it is hard to talk about because I don't want to spoil any of these like emotional moments that were like genuine tear jerkers for me. But like it's it's a very confusing game. It's a very relaxing game, and sometimes it makes you cry, and that's season. <laughs> well, uh, you can actually go and read the, the full review um, on GodIsAGeek.com. Obviously, uh, before we do close out, I just wanted <clears> to get um, everyone's very brief, very brief impressions. Uh, we, we we don't do short podcasts anymore, but. Um, this would be a short one without Chris Hyde here for his listener correspondence. You know, we couldn't we couldn't do him dirty and do it again without him. Um, so I just wanted to we've always done this for a bit of fun in the past. So I wanted people to give us their 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 out of ten score for Microsoft Showcase that they didn't. They, none of them knew that this was coming. Um, I I, okay. I I will I will say like for me, even race racing games take a lot for me nowadays to go wow visually because like with it's the thing everyone puts out to show off their new console look at how amazing our racing game looks but i will say that i saw that and they once again reiterated 4k 60 for that game ray tracing and all that and i'm like okay you're still saying that okay let's see it um i thought that game looked phenomenal i don't know what they're doing in terms of what's going to make it a more interesting game as a forza motorsport but i thought that showed well uh the elder scrolls is just something 
I can't get into it. I've tried so many times to get into that game and play it, and I can't do it. I, I, I hate myself for it, but whatever. Um, we talked about Hi-Fi uh, Rush. Um, what else was there? Uh, Redfall. Minecraft Legends. Uh, Minecraft Legends, I think, looks great, just for the record. I don't think there's much point dwelling on it, but I think that looks great and looks really interesting. But Redfall looks the business for me. Like It looks the business, and it's this this it's coming in May. So I, I would actually give what I also thought the presentation of it was really well done. I thought like the the, the, the graphics that they, they, they did and all the presentation of it, it was no fuss. There was no presenter. There was no messing around. Like it would be like a big old eight out of 10 for me because now I know what I'm going to be playing on Xbox, all of those games. And then there's like Wo Long in Game Pass and Atomic Heart in Game Pass and and like for nothing else, Hi-Fi Rush has blown me away so far. Like if it can stick the landing on that, it's going to be potentially in the lists come the end of the year. Like it's really good, especially for nice as surprise. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. So you guys can now give it a rating and any thoughts you want to give it. Now I've I've, I've filled enough air for you to have a think. <laughs> Take it away, anyone, anyone, go for it. Um, I think for me, look, I. <clears throat> I don't. I always sound like I hate on Xbox. Like whenever we discuss Xbox, I always sound like I'm anti Xbox. And I'm not. But I, I, I don't use. You know, I have Game Pass, but be, we, I play a lot of games anyway. Like we either review them, or so Game Pass ends up not being something that I dip into because usually I probably end up reviewing something on a different platform, or whatever. So, like, I, I'm not a Forza fan, but I like Forza. I think everybody can see that Forza is a good thing it's a good product but i'm not a racing game fan um again elder scrolls i should elder scrolls should be me i should be all over yeah. elder scrolls online and I'm, i love skyrim i love oblivion i love what, i think I just you just missed the boat i think you just well, missed the boat it's one that you needed to be there for and i think well, it's I tried. just too much I did, now i did jump into eso right at the beginning and it was boring and then oh. i left it for years and came back and it was indecipherable and now there's just like you say it's just too much of it and i don't get excited about new expansions for that anymore okay the best thing about the best thing about the showcase for me was hi-fi rush because you need to play I that by the way you will love that yeah but for me that was xbox i mean i assumed and redfall I, and I, you're not all over redfall you must be all well, over redfall. I, have, I, I haven't why got is it everyone yet. redfall is the next for spoken everyone's down on that game that game is going to be amazing well I'm, i haven't i haven't, I'm I haven't got you. there yet i was just saying that like you know, Hi-Fi Rush was a big deal for me because I yeah. assumed that it was going to be shit. I thought oh, that's a free game. They're just dropping it on us. It's going to be something like, you know, like sometimes when they do an Xbox Gold game and you go, I've never heard of that. So, <laughs> and then it turns out that it's it's, it's really good. And so like that, that I think they did well. I think Xbox, I mean, because as well, it's kind of ironic that people go, oh, I hope they show you some games this time. And Xbox went, actually, fucking have one. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not just going to show them. Here's a game. But yeah, I think the, the 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 big thing in terms of what's coming, of what I saw was was Redfall. I mean, it is because that is God, a me game. Good. That is something that I'm excited to play. I don't think that people are being very fair with it. They haven't really been since it was announced. It's been no. one of those games where people have gone, "Oh, what mm. vampires? Oh, what it's 2023." And I think you know, pull the stick out your ass and wait and play the game. I, I, and and I do think that, like you said, it's going to be another one that is like. This is the game. Redfall is going to be the game that the PlayStation fans turn on yeah. because the Xbox fans turned on for Spoken. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It's going to get compared, even though they couldn't be different. They couldn't be more different. I, I it's will. It's going to be compared every I will turn just in say, scores in in everything. I will just say, 
I'm not sure that's the best release date because that's quite close to Tears of the Kingdom. And I think we've seen <clears throat> how that goes for games like new franchises. Well, that are, yeah, well no, but what I mean is like Horizon Forbidden. Not, uh, no, sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn did this, mm. and that game's amazing. And this game, I think, will be amazing. But we've seen how this goes. Give your score anyway, Mick. At least people don't have to pay for it, though. That That's... is the important part of that. Uh, game Pass is I... free, after all. Yeah, I free, think for. For Hi-Fi Rush and Redfall alone, I, Minecraft I couldn't give two shits about, but for Redfall and... and uh, well, I don't like Minecraft. I don't. Well, no but for, one's ever for, said that. <coughs> I can't stand Minecraft. But for for, <laughs> for Hi-Fi Rush and Redfall, it's 7 out of 10. It was a, it was a decent... And it was a good show. Terrible. Like I did enjoy it. Sorry. Less than seven. an hour in and out. Like I was, That was the thing I was most happy about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so tired of. Although I will say that afterwards they put out like a one minute thirty long video or something that was like, "Here's all the things." And it's like, I think you either do that as your presentation or you don't do that yourself. <laughs> I don't need a recap. Of you, like because because like don't don't diminish the information. You know what I mean? Like I I think these things are often too long and self indulgent. But that's that's coming from someone who's just done an hour and a bit podcast of us talking so maybe i'll shut up um lyle what's your score for the xbox developer direct uh i'm going right in between the both of you i'm going for 7.5 out of 10 okay. the things that drop it down for me are i don't care about forza it's like I, I like forza horizon and i'm never gonna be bothered about forza serious racing time mm -hmm. uh it's just not what i'm into uh same for elder scrolls probably same for minecraft but we'll sort of see we'll sort of see we'll have a look we'll have a little bit of a try maybe okay. um but uh hi-fi rush looks like everything i like it's very very colorful and that's pretty much all it needs to be in it uh and rhythm game i love that sort of stuff too I, so, yeah, i'd be I, really I'm... really surprised if there's a single person on our team that doesn't really really like hi-fi rush really surprised. yeah i think that um, that that sounds about right from what I've heard about it, definitely. And I think Redfall, and I've I've been secretly championing Redfall for a while, as you have been, Adam. And I think Redfall is going to be fucking great. I think everything about that game looks great. And I think one of the things that I struggle with most with uh, Arcane's games, it is Arcane, right? Yeah, that's yeah. The, that, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, is that like they require quite a lot of stealth and you die quickly and that doesn't seem to be what this sort of game is about and mm. i'm all in for that and i like vampires we don't really get a lot of vampires no. they sort of people sort of think they're overdone when really they're not they're in really games not overdone much. in games anymore We're, you know i mean think no. about how much people want soul reaver and legacy have came back totally yeah when's so, the last time anyone talked about castlevania really castlevania, like yeah. all the things that involve vampires i mean really v, v rising was the but... biggest one i suppose and um no oh, yeah true um parade yeah yeah so 7.5 from Lyle, yeah. seven from mick eight from me chris chris white close us out mate close us out four <clears throat> minecraft <laughs> legends i too i don't like saying this but i don't give a shit about it I don't really. I don't. I, I think we just worked it. out who's reviewing it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it might. Be, it probably will be great, but I. I don't really want to play PvP. I know it's like there's a story as well, but that's not a game I'd choose to play online. It's a great concept, but no, no, I'm all right. Forza, yeah. Again, 
I know I review all the racing games, <laughs> but there's a very particular type of racing game that I'll actually stay and play. Forza Horizon was obviously one. Even Gran Turismo, I didn't stay with really, but it was great. But I just, I'll play motorsport and I'll probably love it, but I won't stick with it. So just again, worked I'm, out who's reviewing that one then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, this is good. But then there was no release. Xbox no. man, this apparently year. I am. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, we've talked about Hi-Fi Rush. Brilliant. Um, Redfall also looks wicked. Um, what one thing I want from Redfall is to be like not. I don't, I don't want World War Z. I don't want like no, waves. No, I don't. I, I don't want it think to be strategic. That. I want to go into a house and and not know how many are going to be. Whether it's just a few or I, I, I like the surprise of it, and I want to. You want detective stuff. You want to be able to go into a house where there's a couple of vampires and yeah. be a detective, and then come to a boss fight or something. Yeah, and, but and not just maybe, like cod waves of shooters. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there's like there's... You just want some pacing, don't yeah. you? You yeah, just want there to absolutely. be like. I don't just want it to be not... like Left 4 Dead, which is great, but I want a game that's a bit different. And like from what we saw, like that's, that that's, looks yeah. quite plausible. Yeah. And Arcane, we all know they're a phenomenal developer, and that you know the last game definitely was. I reckon their hit rate must be pretty high. Actually, thinking about it, they don't. In, I don't. I can't think of a bad Arcane. Well, game. I mean, what not, Dishonored, not Dishonored Two, Dishonored um, yeah. Outsider, Deathloop, yeah. and now this. So like this would be their fifth. I mean, what was that? What was that standalone one called? Something of the Outsider. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it they was did something it. Um, the Outsider. But it, it right. was a standalone, but not. I mean, not if you want to call it their third game or whatever. But fine. It was death the... of the Outsider. It was death of the Outsider because okay. you you had to kill him. <laughs> that was the okay, game. Fair that enough. The, yeah. But like, yeah, their hit rate must be pretty high. So yeah. So, so yeah. I think they're That's great all... studios. Well, I think yeah. they do. They do. They they have a look. I mean, even Deathloop yeah. had a look that looked like mm. sort of the Dishonored games. Yeah, I uh, just if they they like people always you so you put trust in certain developers, don't you? you this is like, why I was as... arguing for Redfall the other week when people were like, "Oh, that won't be better than this." I was like, "They've the studio I like think... that have my trust at the moment." Yeah, yeah, they haven't had a miss for me yet. Like I no. always talk about platinum games having a hit and miss, yeah. you know, checker pass. But for me, Arcane of they're 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 one to one so far with hits, and I, I'm. I don't think yeah. Redfall's going to disappoint. What's um? What's um, your score, Chris? What's your score? Elder Scrolls. Hang on. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've done yet. I've been playing it. Just... Yeah, no, I forgot you. You played that. Yeah, I, I haven't played it for probably a good year, but like through lockdown, I must have put in a good hundred. Like I was, I was in, I was in it. But you don't just, you, you can't. I never could just go in and just play it. You have to find like some starting point to get in, into it because it is so vast now. But you you get you focus on one of the chapters and play through that, go on to another chapter, and then you start to pick up the wider world and what you can actually do. So the footage that was showed off at the developer direct looked good, but then there was like a later stream that Bethesda did, mm. which detailed what this year's kind of story is going to be, and that looked cool because you're going back to Morrowind. Um, so I'll I'll be playing it. I'm looking forward to that, and then the whole Necrom event. Um, but in in I'd give it a seven. Okay. Definitely the same as like I'm next Mr. Xbox this year. Well, that's um that's pretty much the podcast for this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week. I think Chris will be back to do some listener correspondence. So send us your questions in the bottom of this. If you're watching it on YouTube, just go down the chat and leave questions, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll round them up for next week. Uh, thank you to Mick, to Chris White, and to Lyle for being here this week. 
Um, hopefully Lyle won't be a floating head next week as well. We're, we're working, we're working <laughs> on that. We're working on that. But um, yeah, this has been episode 510. My name's been Adam Cook. Thank you for watching and we will speak to you next week or whenever you choose to listen. More big games. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.